0: Yes, sir.
1: Yep. All right. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Road to Greatness. I'm so happy and very excited. It's been a long time coming. I'll probably say over six, seven months, we finally have the great, the infamous Caleb on our show today. Uh, Caleb, why don't you go ahead and say hi and introduce
2: yourself. Hey, how y'all doing? Uh, My name is Caleb, and... um, a recent grad and uh, graduated with a marketing degree and a degree in long-term healthcare administration and currently, uh, looking to find employment somewhere.
0: <laughs> <Apparently>, oh, nice. So <laughs> if you're out there and you're hiring, you know where to look. <laughs> especially,
2: especially if you're in healthcare.
0: Nice. Healthcare
2: is something I'm looking for.
0: We get, that's right.
2: And, uh... With that
1: we also don't want to forget that we've got our great fantastic co-host elton a narcissist
0: yes sir i'm on the block and i'm ready
1: so what's been going on with uh with you guys here lately what's, how's the the um i know caleb you said that you're looking for employment um what, what are you waiting on waiting on a call
2: uh well, no, I'm I'm looking around at different places like hospitals, and, uh, nursing homes, and, uh, assisted living, independent living, anything healthcare related. I mean, I got my degree in long term care, so nice. uh, it's. I mean, that's more my degree is mostly aimed at was like nursing homes, more specifically, but then also assisted living, independent living. But I mean, I'm kind of looking at everything because you know can't just put all my eggs in one basket. You know what I
0: mean? Right. Yes, sir. So, Well, for me, oh, I'm sorry. Please go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, for me, this is exciting because this episode, we're all on the West Coast. I'm not in the Midwest. I'm in Washington State, so this is exciting. Well,
2: I'm I'm actually on the East Coast.
0: (laughs) Whoa! Which part are you at? Yeah. I'm in Tennessee at the moment, but I'll be on the West
2: Coast in a few days.
0: Right on. Yeah.
2: News. I, yeah, I thought you were on the West Coast, Caleb, but that's
1: all good. We don't mind talking to a, a fellow brother in Tennessee. Um, I actually got some family out in, in Tennessee. Uh, right?
0: This in country? Near
1: Memphis. No, near Memphis.
0: Oh, okay, cool.
1: Actually,
2: Amber my wife's family, but yeah, they stay over there in Memphis. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's not a bad place to be.
0: Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> got some good barbecue down there, too.
2: Yeah, somebody needs to show me where it's.
0: It's cold, so they're still kind of getting ready for the summertime.
2: (laughs) Right, right. We just got out of the summertime.
0: Yep. When you see springtime come, you're gonna smell it. Trust me on that. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. There's
2: not as much food options as there is in Portland. Port Portland's a place to be for food. Absolutely, it
1: is. Yeah, Caleb and I are both
0: from. Portland natives.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, we're, we're a bit spoiled probably in
0: the, the <laughs> 110
2: <Yeah>. million percent.
0: <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. I like Portland. They have a nice vibe.
2: Although, although, I will say this. The best food that I've ever had in my life is from Italy. Mm. I love Italian food. Nice. And you've actually been to Italy, correct? Oh, yeah, a few times. I, I lived there for a year, so.
0: Wow.
2: Beautiful, beautiful country.
0: So, Chris, t- t- tell us the name of this show again. I mean, the name of this. Well, um, oh, go ahead.
1: Basically, we're going to be looking at uh, intention. Um, in in different facets of life, you know, one of the things that I look at, I try to be intentional on, it's just who I am as a person, you know, in in regards to whatever I'm doing in work or in, uh, church or with my wife or family, um, whether I'm, you know, a hundred thousand miles away outside the country or I'm inside the country, you know, I just, I, I always like to just put my, um, best self out there if I can, and also even my worst self, because, I'm I'm pretty open like that, and I think that if I'm doing it, I think people can connect with that. So, um, in this episode, I'm really hoping to just kind of break down um, what it means to kind of be intentional and how you can be intentional to be successful. Um, And we're going to be talking about things like maybe in a job that you're looking for, or in a business that you're going to start, or the uh, type of you know person that you want to be. I know that Caleb had a conversation where. You know, it, 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 it we talked about music and, and one of the things that he said was I don't I don't care what you listen to, just understanding why you listen to it. You know, so being
0: that's interesting
1: what you're listening to and, and why and you know, understanding yourself if you can. So that's what we're gonna be getting into in this episode and, and I'm hoping it's gonna be really informative and fantastic. Nice. Mm-hmm. So with that said, um, the first question I've got here, and I, I kind of just want to get into it, does it only take discipline to be intentional about your success? And I'd like to kind of know what your thoughts are on that, Caleb.
2: Yeah, so I I would say no. It just seems like to me discipline means that you're just focused and that you're you're not really looking at other things. Um, But besides that, I think, um, besides discipline, I would say that you um, need to be, I was going to sound weird, but intentional about you being intentional. Um, Because, like, I can be intentional about doing the wrong things as much as I can be intentional about doing the wrong things. Right. right? Right. Um, And so I have to be able to be wise. So I think some wisdom has to be in there as well uh, about what I'm being intentional about. Because, like, I can be intentional about robbing a bank, but that's the wrong kind of intentionality. Um, But on the other side, I can be intentional about being a leader, being having an impact in my community and that's the right type of intentionality. So I think some wisdom is also very important in there too. Hmm. So the yeah. question is, does it only take discipline to be intentional about your success? So yeah, I don't I don't think it's just discipline. I think there's there's wisdom in there too. And I think also, you know, we don't we shouldn't rely on ourselves. We should rely on God as well. So like not only discipline, but also God in there as well. Right. Um, you know, because where I'm weak, God's strong, right? Mhm. Trying to figure out those places where I'm weak, and really trying to figure out how, you know, God can be included in those in those areas to make me successful as well. I think is important.
1: Definitely. Definitely, and you know, and I would kind of look at it too from a point of in terms of why I also don't think that it only takes discipline to be is um it, I think that it even takes you know experience I think there's a lot of times where you know there's some people that might be afraid to do anything and, and so they question and, you know and sometimes you know I, I think for me I've found that I've, I've just kind of just said you know what I'm gonna do it and if I I eat it hard, I'm going to eat it hard, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it, or, or I'm going to refrain. And I've kind of learned, you know, in that fashion in terms of, you know, doing something or not. And whether or not I, you know, fail or succeed, you know, I've definitely learned something about it. And I was intentional to, I wasn't, I was intending to be successful, but you know, at whatever I was, I was trying to do, but, you know, uh, Maybe I
2: failed
0: in something like that, but I think that it definitely takes experience. Mm-hmm. You know, in my opinion, oh, yeah. uh, go ahead, Caleb. go
2: ahead,
0: go ahead. I was gonna say, I think discipline has a big factor to play in someone's um, success. However, I think one's passion really fuels um, them to that. And the reason why I say that is because someone who is passionate about something doesn't see, uh, for instance, uh, you, you, always, you, know, you always hear these people on, you, you're watching YouTube and there's always a commercial and they sometimes have these people like, the average CEO reads 30 books a month. And X, y, Z. if you want to be just like them, download this app or X, y, Z. Now you 're do- thinking, man, I need to read more. I don 't read more and this and that. And then you want to read more. Why? Because you want to be successful in you know in, in whatever person's view. But the person who just enjoys reading doesn't look at it like that; they just do it because they enjoy it, and I think one's passion is a big part. Along with discipline you know um, be, um because it just goes hand in hand so that that's why i was, that, that's that's why I'm going after one's passion and one's willpower to want to get from point a to b. I think that is the key to your success and not forgetting that it takes it takes um good friendship good um networking to be successful too
2: yeah community is is definitely a huge. Piece is being successful, like having having a team around you, um, because you know, like like you can't you know create something at scale without you know having to find a team to help you out with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, you can't you can't do it alone. There's too much ground to cover, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I just witnessed that recently. You know, going and doing an internship with a nursing home. You know, they they have a a whole team that runs that building. I mean, you have patients in there that are relying on on the team to help them get better, help them get back on their feet, get back home, uh, and to be able to do things again. You know, you need to have a, have a, a rehab team, a nursing team, a housekeeping team, maintenance team, social work, everybody in there. You know, they're all playing a different role, and none of them could do it alone. Right. And so in order to be successful you definitely definitely need a team and I think one other thing that you need is to have some successes along the way because I think when you're when you're trying to move in a certain direction it's really hard to keep moving in that direction without at least a couple different successes somewhere along the way to keep you motivated to keep you thinking and realizing that. that It's possible, yeah, yeah, keep your morale high, because I think sometimes when when it's not going your way, it it can just be really
0: difficult. (laughs) No, you're right. Because one success leads to another. It keeps you motivated. It keeps like, well, I got through this one. Let's just, you want to do more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Exactly.
1: But and and one of the reasons why I kind of framed the question like that though is because as much as community is great and and passion is is great, you know and and wisdom, um, I do truly believe that, you know, along number one with God, it discipline is kind of the glue for it. You know what I mean? Because I have a passion for, you know. Uh, you know, Caleb knows that I've I've called him about you know photography and I've I've had a nice. couple of photography opportunities and some videography opportunities and you know I've tried to make a little money on the side out of it and it's something that I'm passionate about. I love being able to create stories. I consider myself a filmmaker um, and, and and an artist.
0: A good one at that too.
1: And as much as I'm passionate about it, there are days where when you're trying to do that and you're trying to also work and, and take care of a family and, you know, run a podcast, which I'm also passionate about, it all is you got so only so much time and, and then you still have to go beyond that, you know. So as much as I'd love to be able to just, like, you know, sit down and not think about it, i find myself having to because if i don't then i kind of feel like i've let myself down and, and other people that i've brought in on it you know uh but whatever it is that i'm working on or doing or involved with you know and, and so i think that discipline mm-hmm. definitely is a blue you know for and if you don't have it then you know your passion is a passion but then it's you know i don't know how far you'll go with it and you know there might be you know, you don't have a lot of passion, there's a lot of passion in, in marriages, but you know, that can also only go so far too. You know, mean it takes discipline to actually make a marriage, you know, um, and it takes discipline to, you know, build yourself in marriage, you know, as well as, you know, uh, <clears throat> just as a person, you know, individually and also, you know, within the department. um but this I do feel like this is kind of sick of um, so Caleb, I'm kinda curious on you know, intentionality with you. It it seems like, you know, we haven't known each other for too long, but I remember when we first met we met, um, at this, this uh kind of group that I started with Heather and Johnny called Journey Point, and you came through and Um, We were able to have a lot of good, you know, conversations in terms of just about God and life and, um, but we didn't get a chance to know each other on, on a, on a, on a huge level. Um, has, you know, intentionality always kind of been on the forefront for you or is this something that more recently, um, has been a, a subject of your thoughts?
2: When I was younger, it, there wasn't this awareness of intentionality, and there probably wasn't a level of intentionality that existed. Um, but I think in high school, um, I had a professor, or I guess a, a teacher, I don't know, uh, who really impacted me very strongly in terms of intentionality. Um, y'all probably know I'm us all rip. Mm -hmm. He's the the camp director at at Big Lake now, Um, but I had him as a as a teacher, and you know I had a lot of conversations with him outside the classroom, and it just really impressed me how intentional he was about every part of his life. I mean, um, you know he's he's running a leadership institute now. He's the director of Big Lake Youth Camp. He was he was a teacher at the time. He's a pastor. He's a father you know he's all these different things and he put so much thought into each one of them and it's that intentionality that just really inspired me at that point to be like man like I really want to be like this someday where like I can say that I'm I know exactly what why I'm doing what I'm doing what I'm putting into each part of my life and you know really be able to claim each title that I that I have you know and just some of those conversations where like um, I think one time we were talking about diet and, you know, he was talking about research that he read on, um, I think it was like eggs or something like that, and, um, you know, the different impacts that it has on our bodies, and I was like, man, like, that's, that's crazy. i would never even thought to research, like, any piece of my diet like that specifically like that, um, to know how it impacts my body and how it impacts not only me now, but, me growing up and and the development process and all this stuff and it just like goes into so much detail and and it but it takes intentionality to be able to even think to do that you know Mm -hmm. and so I think that influence on my life really um pushed me forward into thinking more about how I'm being intentional about my life and the direction that I want to go and the impact that I want to make in other people's lives as well um so I mean lessons made such a big impact in my life, even though I don't get to talk to him all the time, but...
1: Well, it was a uh, like, in that section that impacted you from here on out, you know?
2: Yeah, 100%, and, you know, there's there's always um, people at different different stages of our lives that I think are put there for a reason. You know, he's been one, and then I had a professor in college um, that, that has been a like is is very similar as well you know um, he's a business professor and he just like he always knows what's going on around the world and I'm like I don't even know what's going on in my own country but this guy knows what's going on in Africa, in Europe, Asia like mm-hmm. everywhere all the time and I'm just like amazed by how much like he knows about what's going on today you know and that's a, that's another level of intentionality too because he's intentional about knowing and learning What's going on around the world, and mm-hmm. you know, knowing like all that. So, I mean,
1: and not just kind of what's in front of me.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's amazing.
1: Yeah. And you know, and it, I don't recall really me as a kid, and I, I doubt even you know Elton, but maybe maybe I'm wrong, and he can chime in. China, but I I don't remember really being that intentional as a kid, like with my life either, and I I. I kind of wish that I had because a lot of times I just kind of feel like I was just running amok and so <laughs> it left a lot of room for people to kind of throw their thoughts into consciously that maybe could have directed it and I didn't even know it as opposed to you know where I could have actually started thinking a bit more at an earlier age about you know, who it was that I wanted to be, where it is that I wanted to go, what I want to do with, you know, this very short life that we have and um... you know, one of the the biggest challenges that I see now is I think that a lot of people just don't know what their purpose is you know, they're not happy necessarily always with what they're doing, but they're doing it because it's, it's a check or they're doing it because, you know, it's the right thing to do, or the safe thing to do, and that's just what has always been done, you know, depending on whatever family they come from or or whatever. And and so what I kind of want to get into is, is what what could we add to the conversation that we've learned, you know, in terms of how to be intentional if you're not really sure what your purpose is in life? And how can, you, how can you start learning to be intentional and start gaining some purpose?
2: Yeah, so I think, I mean, you have to be just intentional where you are. Um, you know, a lot of people, like you were saying, like they do things because they have to for their family or they have to because they need to make money at the, that point in life. And I think, you know, I think, the Bible speaks a little bit on this as well. You know, it says like whatever you do, do it for the glory of God, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that you know that's the same thing with intentionality. Whatever you do, do it with intentionality, um, mm-hmm. because I think you know it, it, I, I was thinking about this like what comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? The kind of idea where mm-hmm. what comes first, my my um, my purpose or the the thing like or or my intentionality towards Purpose, if, if this makes any sense. Because I think uh, there was an example that was in a book called Grit, I think. I don't know where, where it was. Um, but it was basically this idea of a bricklayer. And you have two different bricklayers, they both do the same job. Mm-hmm. And one is thinking to himself, man, what is the point of what I'm doing? I'm just laying brick on brick on brick. Like, there's not, like, I don't feel any real purpose behind what I'm doing, whereas the other person whose mindset is like, man, I'm, I'm laying brick on brick, and I'm building the house of God, mm-hmm. right? And it's just that different mentality. They're doing the same job, but there's there's this mentality that, like, there is purpose behind what I'm doing,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I think we can find that in, really in anything, you know, even even like the person who is, you know, cleaning up toilets in, in the restroom, right? Like, they can just say, man, I have this pointless job, all I'm doing is cleaning other people's mess and it's just gross whereas another mindset could be like you know what i'm making this a safe sanitary place so that people you know can do their business and the world is a better place because of that because we need clean places right yeah um and so i think it's just a mentality that we all you know need to figure out sometimes like what is the purpose behind where i'm at right now you know and maybe there is sometimes where uh, there's no purpose and we may need to change and do something else but like wherever we are I think we need to find that purpose and find that intentionality and and do the best we can with where we're at and eventually something else will might come along and pushes another direction
0: you know who does this really good uh, this might be a side you know tangent but hey it to me it helps bring a purpose Is the little things that make the difference that great example you gave there Caleb just remind me of this country that demonstrate this really well and that's Japan and the reason why I say that is because everything they do in their culture they believe it's a part of themselves so whoever is let's say using going along with that example if I clean a bathroom it must be so clean that it demonstrates who I am as an individual, that I don't do, I don't take shortcuts, I don't, you know, take the easy way out, or just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And even mm-hmm. if it's not for, you know, or to just make whoever, the, you know, I'm thinking of, you know, it just demonstrates who I am, you know, and, and and if you, you know, I'm sure we have all seen Japanese or some. Asian theme movie where they do things repeatedly until they get it as close to, if not perfect, in their opinion. And you know, okay. So um, I just want, you know, just want to, you know, show that you know, like, even if you cannot be, if you don't, if you feel like this is not your purpose or you don't know what your purpose, whatever you're doing, as you know, you 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 pointed out, Caleb, be the best you can be. You know, and you you will be surprised. People, you know, will take note like, man, you, like you ever go in a bathroom and you just realize you, you could appreciate how clean it is. You like you lay your burdens down so much better. Come on now. I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> hey, I know I'm not the only one up in here that knows what I'm talking about. And there's sometimes you go in a, a, a bathroom and you feel better already because <laughs> you, 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 it's just not clean. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, uh, but but I mean, you know, whatever you're doing, whether it's even you like you you know like for me, a musician, if you're a musician out there and you only know how to play one song, man, make sure you, you play the, the, the you, you 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 be the you play that song the best to your abilities, you know, because then the next song you're gonna learn, you're gonna you're gonna come at it the same way. And then slowly, you will find your purpose in something because now you have a habit of being the best you can be.
2: Well, and not only that, but I think even if it's that one song that you know, if you play it with intentionality and purpose and for the glory of God, I think that, you know, if somebody hears you playing it with such passion and purpose, right? they can be inspired as well, you know? Like, they, they'll feel that passion and that'll transition onto some other person, you know? And so I think it's, it's that, it's that, that, you know, we need to strive for because we're not on them alone. You know, we have that community aspect.
1: Right. And I think
2: that's that. <clears throat> and so I think when we're doing things that are at our best that so we can, others see that, others feel that. You know, when you're working with a team, if I'm not putting in my best effort, then that's showing my team that they don't need to put in their
0: best effort. Right, right. I'm
2: putting in my best. Then everybody else, he's putting in a hundred. I need to put in 102 because we're all working towards the same goal and so like I want to be contributing just as much as he is mm-hmm. because I know that goal is just is super important.
0: Can I add something to that? Mm-hmm. Your, your story reminds me of this um, pastor who does a mission trip to Mexico every year and he shared this story with me and he brought up a really good point. He was with a he was amongst a group of guys and one guy pulled out a guitar and start playing and it he just made such beautiful music. Then the other guy was like, "You think he played well? Hand the guitar to me." And he just went at it and he murdered his song, meaning he did really well. He owned that guitar. And then the third guy walked in and was like, you guys know I'm the professor. I taught you everything. You know, hand that guitar over here, and he just did some <laughs> damage. Like he was like, "Whoa!" And then they all look at him and was like, "You know how to play the guitar?" And he was like, "Whoa! I don't know what to do." But he was like, "Yeah, I do play the guitar." And they handed it to him, and then he started to play. If you, for most people who are Christians, you know that song, "I Love You, Lord," and I lift my voice to worship you, oh my soul. And the room was so quiet, you could hear a pin drop. And then one guy said, you see, all of you guys played to exalt yourself, but this guy's song did way better because he did it for a higher beam. And everybody was like, yeah, that is so true. Even with the simple G, C, and D chord for those musicians out there on the guitar, he was able to control that room. And that's why the Bible says, listen, if you lift my name up, I will draw men unto you, because he will give you a purpose. Mm. He will show you a purpose, because your intention of, you know, serving him. And even if it's in the little things, it, it, it listen, there's a saying we say back home, little is much when God is in it. That's
2: right. Seek first the kingdom of heaven, and all things will be
0: added. Come on, testify, Caleb. I know you got a story. <laughs>
2: And I think uh
1: you know, leave it to me, Christopher Cook, to try to, you know, rain on your your face parade, but you know <laughs> <laughs> one of the things like that I think about in terms of, you know, it's not a secret that American culture does not glorify small parts.
0: Hmm. It's the parts. big things, yeah.
1: In fact, it's more of a standard to look down upon small parts.
0: Now, what do you mean by small part, Chris? I'm curious.
1: Small part is whatever it is that your purpose is. So you could look at cleaning bathrooms and, and, and it's like, you know what? This is this is providing a service, a cleaning bathroom for everybody that comes in here. Um, but there's a lot of people that go in there and they enjoy it. But I think a few times do we ever actually know the person who's doing it? That person still has to live with themselves. They have to go home at the end of the day and maybe they have to move home to their tiny apartment and maybe they're going through a divorce and but and they're certainly their small person small purpose and it's like okay but when where's the advancement when, when do you get when do you get to if you feel like that you're meant for something more and i know that there, i feel that way almost every day i feel like there's something that i'm more meant for and and and, and that i that i can accomplish and and, and want to pursue and yet i still find that reality says i'm still in a particular situation whether it needs to be that i jump or whether it needs to be that i stay back or mm-hmm. change the way that i think I don't know. It could be a, a many different reasons for, for many different people. But that's, that's the truth of it. We don't, and, and, and as much as I would love to be able to say, yeah, I live in Japan, that's exactly how they treated it. We don't live in Japan. We live in America. And in America, it can be very difficult to be somebody who, say, might be a janitor, um, and, and you know. And, and and a janitor for that company even, uh, let alone, you know, instead of the janitor that maybe owns his own company and he, he provides service to other companies where, you know, maybe that, that could be that particular janitor's purpose and yet he also, you know, feels good about himself at the end of the day because, you know, at the end of the day, maybe he doesn't have to punch in a clock like other people do, mm-hmm. um, what, what, whatever the case may be. So. I I guess it's like what do you do then if if you kind of looked at your your life and you said okay, then But this 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 it serves a purpose But does it serve my purpose? You know because if you feel as if you were meant for more and there's a lot of people that feel that way At what point then do you start pursuing that you know? And and I know I remember, you know, Caleb and I talking about not everybody is going to be meant to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Understood. Um, but there's a lot of, that. not
0: everybody is meant to just stay put where they're at. Well, can I, 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 that, can I comment on that statement there? You see, everybody thinks of a leader as someone who just is always in the front and, you know, controlling things. But what a lot of people fail to realize, some of the leaders, the best known leaders, are the one that is unseen though. And what, the reason why I say that is because they have a joke. I was, I don't know what movie it was, but people was like, "You think the president is the most powerful man? Think again. It's actually the wife." <laughs> and you know, you know, you know, uh, you know. I say that is because. Many times people see the guy who's leading up front, and he's very important too, you know. He he has a way of raising the morale of the people. But there are people who are experts in their own craft that they're leader, in a sense. You know? Like, for instance, if Caleb is the best plumber in Washington State, yo, who you think they're going to ask to do some of the best projects or, or to train, you know, a crew or whatever the case may be? You see where I'm going with this, Caleb?
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, a plumber makes good money, so I don't know. i would be fine with that.
0: Exactly. And you, you, you're you a leader in your own craft because you are probably pushing the edge of plumbing innovations. And you, you're probably, you know, do. and then they have to come seek you. Now you're training them. And what does a leader do? He does not... He, listen, he, he he makes people better. He brings out the best in you. He shows you ways how you can do things more efficiently. He don't just you know, scold you and show you how you're wrong. No, he show you not only how you're wrong, but how you can be better.
1: So is it fair to say that a custodian who cleans the bathrooms could graduate into being a plumber?
0: Listen.
2: I mean, I would probably argue that they are one. But I, I want to say something about what you were saying earlier about, you know, people maybe not moving up into to leadership or, or like, they feel that like they need to be in leadership positions, you know, and when when to make that transition, you know, and I and I would say it's when God calls you. Um, you know, I think about the story of David, right? And David, he had no dreams, no hopes of becoming a king. He had no, uh, he, he didn't think he was going to ever become a king. He, he, he thought, because he was the, the youngest of his family, that he was going to just be a sheep herder he was going to be out there protecting the sheep, and he he did that to the best of his ability, you know, and one day somebody said, no i'm going to make you king you're going to be king god is, is anointing you to be king and he said me I'm, I'm the youngest I'm the smallest I'm the most insignificant of my family I'm supposed to be out there with sheep, you know my brothers they're big, they're strong, they're capable, they're smart, you know, but what am I right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and yet he was turned into a king, one of the greatest kings, you know? And I think it's it's those times when, like, we don't realize what, what God's preparing us for, you know? Like, sometimes we need to stay in doing whatever it is we're doing that it seems insignificant, but it's probably preparing us for what is going to be the most significant. You know, I think, because, like, David, David had to lead sheep, right? And so in leading sheep, he... He learned how to lead people as well, you know. He, he, he was learning the lessons that we were going to provide for him to be king later on. And so no matter what you're doing at this current time, could be preparing you for doing something so much greater. Later.
0: That is you so know? true. Um, so, you know, Caleb, this reminds me of a story um, that I remember sharing with a lot of people one day. And it was a story about this guy who happens to be joining a family for lunch. And this guy happens to be, well, was a former prince of his, his land. And the boy on the table was just, you know, excited to know that he was a prince. You know, can you imagine dining with a prince? And then what happened was the guy shared this story with him because the the the, the little boy did not want to do his part, which was chores. You know, when you're a little kid, you know, you just want to go outside and play for the most part. <laughs> you don't want to stay home at or You don't want to wash the dishes or whatever the case may be. And okay. the, the Prince who I'm going to reveal, um, shared a story with the boy and said, listen, when I was your age, I had my part to, you know, help out in my family, you know, um, in my family home, I had to iron the pants of my uncle, because my father died and my uncle became the king, so I had to iron the pants of my uncle for every ceremonial occasion and every state visit. And it had to be perfectly ironed, because if it wasn't so, he had to go over it and over it again until it was perfect. And the boy replied, why didn't you have a servant do it for you? He was like, well, that was my duty. I had to do it. And uh, the, the... the um. The, the the prince replied, you know, listen. Even though I was a prince, I have my part. I have my um, I have my own responsibilities, and it's a duty that you have to take seriously. And he learned that focusing on a single task helped him to, you know, um, basically become a better person. It helped develop his characters and you know help him to be mature, you know, in many different things and that prince the which i'm referring to ended up being the great nelson mandela you see and he he started from a humble beginning you know doing some you know stuff that um that you know a lot of people would think is very you know mediocre but it trained him to develop his character, but also preparing for his purpose because he he focused on a single task and he learned how to pinpoint certain things and get get it fixed. And we all know what yeah. Man, Nelson Mandela is today and what he has done to help not only his country but the world.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think you know, as as you think about that, I think I think we have to realize, like even as leaders. Like nothing is really beneath us. Like right. you know, being in in the in the nursing home, you know, as as the administrator, like you may be the head over the whole building, and um, but you know like, that just means like if if housekeeping needs some help cleaning a room, I'm gonna go clean that room, right? If if you know a patient needs help with something, I can go help them, and. Being a leader means that I'm empowering those beneath me to better be able to do what they are there to do, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, at the end of the day, if I have nothing to do, I'm gonna go to each one of my departments and ask, what can I do to help you? What is it that I can take off your plate? How can I make your day less stressful so that you can be more successful at what you need to do, right, because, like, that's what leaders do. They help other people be able to do better what they need to do.
1: Correct, correct. I'm learning as mu as well as I am teaching you mm, know, and mm. it's it's just one of those things where you know intention has been probably on my foresight since you know twenty
0: sixteen
1: you know twenty sixteen mm. is when my daughter was born, and that's when I realized just how unintentional I was with my life um, in terms of, you know, what I do with it, who I was, um, you know, and, and and now, you know, the person that I'm becoming, you know, I'm just I'm getting better and better at, you know, communicating, um, being able to practice, um, you know, being humble mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and I'm very intentional about it. I, I even, you know, before I start work in the morning, I try to really just, like, hone in a little bit and just stop and say, man, how how are you feeling right now before you go, like, in the house or before you go in to work? How are you feeling? And, like, I, it forces me to, like, be honest with myself and I'm... If I'm feeling like anxious and I'm feeling just kind of bad about you know what I'm allowed to do, I just check myself like right there in the parking lot and and then I just kind of say, God, I need you to be with me today on work, because <laughs> I don't know what it is that I'm doing here or why why this this is where I am and but I'm I'm sure that you have a plan and you know it's a plan that is going to super exceed my expectations so let me go in here with that in mind and you know do what i need to do now with the best of my ability mm-hmm. you know and and the same thing when i go in home in, in home you know it's like i don't know how much of a difference i make always as a as a father but i'm sure that i do You know, and I just go in there with, like, you know, God, I'm tired. I've been up since 4. I've been working until 8 p.m., and I'm just exhausted. But I know that my daughter hasn't seen me all day, and I cannot go in there, you know, throw my stuff down and just throw myself down and not, you know, even say hello and pay attention to her because I know she's going to want (laughs) to play. Give me the energy, you know, to do what I have to do. So... You know, intention is super important. I think this has been a great conversation, guys. Um, I think we do got to wrap. I've got um, some things that I've got to do. And um, Caleb, thank you for coming on the show. I actually look forward to having you on the show again. I know that uh, when I called you, too, it's funny that we were talking about tension because when I called you, I uh, said, hey, we're getting ready to do the podcast again. You're like, yeah, yes, let's do it. And then I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea (laughs) what I want to talk about. You were like, fair enough. I was like, all right, so let's talk and let's figure something out, you know, so... It's kinda of funny that <laughs> they were talking about intention. When I initially called you I kinda of had no intention other than I was like, Yeah, I enjoy talking with Caleb. I should get him on the show.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? And that's good so,
0: enough I for really me good. too. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think it turned out really well guys. I'm I'm super thankful. Um, everybody that's saying
2: hey, Huh? right before we go, can I can I just address a little bit on that last so the third question we got here? Sure. Yeah, so that that third question you got here is what what do you do when you're trying to advance your life but you're not making any headway? Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I had I just had somebody ask me this question the other day because she was feeling very like stagnant and she's like how how do I like what do I do when like it doesn't feel like I'm making any movement in life? Hmm. And you know, the I think it's the Japanese that, you know, they just they say just one percent each day, right? And so like that was say, saying is like, tomorrow I'm gonna be one percent better than I was today.
0: Right. Wow. that's my
2: goal. Mm-hmm. So so if I, you know, if my room is 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 a mess, maybe one percent means like I just pick one thing up and put it away tomorrow, and then the next I put another thing away, right? And so like at the end of a year, I'm three hundred sixty-five percent better than I was at the beginning of the year.
0: Right? That's right. That's
2: right. That's a massive a massive jump from, like, and so, so, like, we, I think we put too much pressure on ourselves to advance and, like, be something tomorrow, when, like, tomorrow, maybe we just need to make 1% a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I think it's pretty easy to do 1%, right? Like, 1% better than I did today? Hey, yeah, that's easy. I could do that, right? Like,
0: you know, man, that's so true. Like, oh, I got to, New Year's is coming up. You know what everybody's going to say. Yo, I got to get to the gym. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. let me be honest. Listen, you just have, I, I remember me and this a colleague of mine was talking. He was like, just say to yourself, I'm going to do one push ups for the day. Because when okay. you get down in the push up position and you do one, you, what's stopping you from doing two? What's stopping you from th- three? You see what I'm saying? I'm gonna do one push up, mm-hmm. one sit up, one pull up a day, and next thing you know, you you, you did you you was productive. You know? Mm-hmm. Or today I'm just gonna to go to the gym. I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm just gonna get in there. Before you know it, you're gonna definitely break a sweat because you're gonna at least do something. Mhm. It's easier said yeah, than done. Mhm. the point. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, it, right. It's really that's, intentional. It's not- yeah, it's not just to accomplish 1%, but, like, it's that 1% that will get you going to get the rest of whatever you need to get done that day.
0: Exactly. Like, I'm
2: not saying, like, you get 1% done and then you're like, okay, I give up, I'm done, I'm done for the day. Like, no, it's that 1% is to allow you
0: mm-hmm. to keep going. That's right.
2: Because sometimes, like, we get in our minds that, like, I'm stuck. But if I say, well, I can just do one thing, one, one like, little tiny thing to do better, mm-hmm. that's going to lead me to do 10 things better right yeah it's gonna be fall into place so um you know that's that's why i wanted to address that question because i think it's very important for us to to realize that you know it's those small steps that are going to get us those large leaps and bounds later on
0: absolutely
2: i think uh, a little is a lot and
1: and you know it might seem kind of silly but when you look at you know um let's say your bank account and you go online and you thought, oh, I only, you know, purchased a couple of things of food like,
0: that were, like, $3 here, $2 there, and... Somebody knows what you're but talking you know
1: about. In a month, you spent $2, $3 a day... Uh, On coffee?
0: About
1: $300 a month. On... I mean? And then you were wondering, man, I wish I just had an extra $300. On
0: Starbucks is smiling? <laughs>
1: uh-huh, uh-huh, and... A little bit goes a long way. I know that you know even at my job today, they, they stopped and they said, you know, a lot of employees have been clocking in 15 minutes early, 10 minutes early, and then before you know it, they're leaving three hours early on Friday, and we just we can't have that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was funny that That's they funny. got away with it for a while, but, um, you know, it, it, they had to put an end to it. But a little bit goes a long way. Um, and And it's funny how far you can go. When, or you can slip when you're not paying attention um and and it you can go just as far when you are paying attention as long as you decide that every day I'm gonna just do a little bit mm-hmm. something
2: uh to get yeah, in. and you know what you can see that that lesson in nature too, 'cause like if you see like running water, you know running water, if you put a, a rock in there, it's not gonna immediately do anything to the rock. But you leave mm-hmm. that rock in there for, for a couple of years, and it's just going to wear away at that rock, you know? Mm-hmm. And that rock's going to get smaller and smaller, smoother and smoother, and like, it's going to make a Im- massive impact eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just that little by little by little, and you can make a massive impact.
1: Yeah, and I, that's what I always say respect the process. The process is mm-hmm. slow. And people ask me, how are yeah. things going? All your projects, everything you're working on, I say, man, slowly. But it's it's all coming together but it's coming slow. You know, 'cause as mm-hmm. much as I'd love to be able to just like boom, boom, hit it here, get it done, hit it you know, get get to this place. It's like I gotta remember to respect the process, enjoy the journey and um and then, you know, one day get to enjoy the, the fruits of all that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I do gotta run. It's been a great episode guys. Um Listeners, you can go follow Caleb. He's a great photographer. He uh, <laughs> inspires me. I love the art
0: that he puts out. Um, Where can you find his work? Uh,
2: I'm on Instagram. I'm on Instagram, TJ Steel Photography.
0: Right on. Do you do weddings? Do you do ceremonies? Tell us about your your, your business.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I, I do I do weddings. I do
0: graduations
2: except for except for babies i don't do babies that's a very uh, (laughs) very specific thing that i know some photographers specialize in that and that's not something i do but i know some photographers so if you need that i know who to talk to
0: nice (laughs) i did not expect that but yeah i like it i like it
2: I don't even know, I don't do babies because I don't like
0: babies.
2: It's not that's not because I don't like babies.
0: <laughs> you go get this guy, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, I I I'll definitely look you up on and, and tell us your Instagram, Facebook. You know, that's where we can um l- look you up.
2: Yeah. So everything everywhere is C J Steel, which it's like the metal. So C J S T E E L photography that's that's uh if you search that on facebook it'll pop up with my likable pages if you look at up on instagram you'll find me um so those are the two best DJ places
0: steel yet. nice man
1: absolutely well guys it's been great with that said um man thank you guys for tuning in we appreciate all the listeners all the support Uh, You know you can find our episodes in the link in the bio on Instagram We're on Spotify We are on a couple other places I can't remember but I've been using Spotify primarily So uh, that's a shoe in for sure And um, Man, please Let us know how we're doing Talk to us If you've got a story in mind you want to share with us um, Let us know And um, It's a wrap It's a wrap